Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, December 15th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, quarterback Jalen Hurts. How much better does the uh, ankle feel where you're at right now compared to uh, the Wednesday before uh, you know, the Jets game that might? Yeah, it's been a day-by-day -day thing. Um, coming in here every day um, and doing everything in my power to make myself available for my team. So that's been my mindset. It's still my mindset. Um, trying to be available for the team. Ready to go? The goal is to be available for the team and preparing every day um, to be available. Before the Jets game, you seemed confident that you'd be able to play. Uh, what happened? Yeah, in that moment, I, I, I was hopeful. Um, and I had every intention on doing that, um, preparing. Um, and, and things changed over time. Was there any kind of setback, or was it just didn't heal as fast as you just, um, you know, decision was made, um, you know, and, and, and it was the right decision. Is it, is it a swelling? Is it, is it just controlling the swelling? Is that I don't want to get into the details of the injury. Um, I, I've told you guys I, I was dealing with some, and I am dealing with some. So I'm my only goal um, going forward is, is being available uh, for the team and, um, and being available, working towards that every day. What was it like on the sideline watching that game and watching Gardner? It was great. It was great, um, you know, seeing everybody compete, seeing everybody shake back from the week before. Um, obviously, seeing see him go out there and take advantage of the opportunity he had, I'm so I'm so happy to see him step in and go out there and get a win for us, in which we needed. You spoke to us about learning from everything. What you learned from watching Gardner play? Uh, I think he I think he went out there and, and he's done the things that he's done uh, throughout his career. Um, he played a real good game, and I'm happy for him. Apologize that this was already asked. Are you feeling better this week about playing than last time? Um, like I said, it's a day by day process for me. Um, it's a day-by-day -day process for me, and, I, and that's what I've taken it. And I'll continue to take that, and I, I just want to uh, continue to strive and do everything I can in my power to be available for, the, for this week. How many reps did you get at practice today? I'm not getting into the details of it. Slay said that um, you guys <clears throat> talked among yourselves about going beyond the required protocols with the, uh, the outbreak in all sports, but especially in the NFL. Um, what was that, I guess, conversation like, and can you – discuss as a leader on the team why you thought that this was the right move to make? Well, yeah, we want to um, try and put ourselves at an advantage um, in any way that we can. I mean, you see things going on um, in the league, um, in the sports world. Uh, everybody's, a lot of people are getting sick um, for whatever reason. Um, that's their business, um, and I know it happens. But for us, we want to control what we can, and uh, we're going to try and put our best foot forward and trying to be safe and, and doing it even when we may not have to. So, um, something we decide to do as a team, and hopefully it, it pays off. Jalen, when, when, when you're in the game, obviously, you know, the running attack is pretty heavily um, focused and stuff. To watch, you know, the last game with Miles Sanders getting, like, the bulk of the carries and everything, what was that like, um, you know, the way that you were able to do it in a different way, you know what I mean? I think that shows the type of team we are. Um, I think we have a – I mean, we're, we're a good football team. We're a good football team, and we can um, attack, attack people in different ways and being efficient in different ways. Um, to see him uh, get over 100, uh, still got to get him in the end zone, but um, to see him get over 100 and, and run the ball the way he did it was really good. What does it say about this team? You, know, you guys got off to that obviously slow start, but to now really be in this and the chance to be a playoff team, what does it say just about you know the, the entire season and you guys kind of hanging in there? And well, I think the reality of it is I, I knew, everyone knew that um, we were always in it. Um, 
and the, the dog was never out of the fight. Um, and I think that's the mentality we've always had, regardless of um, what, what, what was said outside, uh, what rat poison we had out there, anything like that. Um, just kept our head high, um, focused on the things that we could control, and um, just try to get better every day. Um, we've learned so much about ourselves throughout this year. I've talked about that often, um, and I think we're still growing, and I think um, our best football is yet to be played. I was up here <laughs> working. I remember after the loss to the Giants, you and, and Nick Sirianni talked about how much you wanted to get back out there and your motivation, correct some of those mistakes. How tough is it to sit on that game for this long and not be able to get back out there? No, I'm, I'm, I'm easily motivated, um, and, and I'm self-motivated. Um, I, have, I have goals. You know, I have uh, things that I want to accomplish, and the most important thing is winning for this team. So, um, like I saw, we'll learn, learn, learn from the good and the bad and the indifferent and move forward. Was it, uh, was it hard to um, not be able to play uh, based upon how optimistic you were and just your own your natural inclination always want to play. Did you have to kind of check yourself a little bit um, when they told you you couldn't go? As a competitor, um, as a competitor, you always want to be out there on that field. Um, but in that moment, that, that's what was best for the team um, and for for everyone's safety and um, for our future and what we, went, what we want to accomplish. That was what was best. So um, I don't um, I don't regret any decision um, being made by you know the people upstairs or. Uh, myself or whoever it was, but you know, now we worry about so what now what, and um, this is a, this is a time where I'm um, striving every day, trying to make myself available, and um, that's what it's going to be. With the COVID outbreak among the Washington team, do you look at you know who might be available for them, who you might be facing, who you might not be facing? Well, look at this point in the season, everybody's playing for a lot. Um, and regardless who's out there, um, you have a faceless, faceless opponent. Treat everybody with the same respect and go out there and try and play um, good football all around. So um, we know they're coming in with something to fight for, and so are we. Um, so I think as a competitor, I think as a, as a football team, um, we just want to go out there and execute at a high level um, and, and get a win in December. In the Jets game, uh, Nate Herbig had a, had a bad snap and came over to the sideline. Looked like we were talking to him. What, what did you say to him? Uh, probably gave him some encouragement. Uh, it was so long ago. Excuse me. I gave him some encouragement. Um, it happens. I know that's his second one of the year, um, being thrown in there in a situation like that. But um, I mean, he, he know he knows what type of player he is. He know that he's a he's a go getter and he's proven that throughout this year. Um, and even last year, stepping in, in in critical situations and playing at a high level um, at, at all different positions. Um, so um, just, just told him to keep his head up and go get the next one, flush it down, flush it down the toilet, leave it alone. Ankle sprains are a pretty common sports injury. Have you dealt with them before? And, and is this the, different than any of the other ones you previously had? I've had a tightrope, so yeah, I have. Hey, John, you said up here working, did you stay off your ankle? Like, like, was it working in terms of the mental part of it, or, 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 or were you running around, moving around? Uh, mental. In which way have you guys gone above and beyond when it comes to the, the COVID protocols to make sure that you are? Um, I think, I think, simply put, um, as a football team, we're not in a position where we're being forced to do any type of thing. Um, and I know my late coach, coach Sirianni, speak on some of that, but um. I think we're just trying to protect ourselves, protect the team the best way we can so we can have everybody 
uh, we need because um, to do the things that we want to accomplish and to, to achieve those things, you need everyone. So everyone matters. Jalen, how much input did you have in the decision against the Jets, whether you're going to play or not? Um, I don't want to comment on it. Um, you know, we, we talking about the Jets. We talking about these old things. I'm worried about what I plan to do, not not what's already happened. So um, doing everything in my power to make myself available, and, um, and I'm excited. Next, linebacker T.J. Edwards. So uh, Heineke has uh, has some injuries. Uh, they just put their back up on COVID-19. How are you going about preparing for quarterbacks? Uh, I think, you know, right now we're, we're being prepared for um, just about anything. We know, you know, they have some injuries, and um, but we also know it's kind of how the NFL goes, and by the end of the week, guys start feeling better. So um, we're, we're prepared for them to put, you know, their best on the field and play at a really high level. Have you ever No. No, and that's what you love about him, to be honest with you. So, good energy all the time. Even on the field? Oh, yeah, on the field. He's talking the whole time. Um, I figured out he was mic'd up because I, I, I saw him kind of talking a little bit more than usual. So I was like, there's something going on here. But, uh, no, he's uh, in the huddle. He's talking. He's, he's making calls, even if they're fake calls. And he's just – he's always out there giving good energy. So. Does it uh, – like his personality that is so fun-loving, it sort of makes it hard to believe that he would take the game seriously. But – what do you see behind the scenes from him? Yeah, I think, you know, he's the ultimate professional. Um, you know, like you said, a guy with that uh, type of energy and it's it's infectious, it's it's contagious and guys want to be around it. And um, and he also knows, you know, who he is as a player. He knows uh, how good he is and how important he is to our defense. Um, so he's, he's been a big leader for us and um, even stepping up more, you know, vocally and in, in, in a leadership sense has been really good. And um, again, it's, it's, it's a big play slave for a reason. TJ, what kind of differences around the building have you noticed this week with uh, everything that's going on with COVID and such? Yeah, uh, we just we've been a little more precautious, just with even you know seating in the meeting rooms and having guys uh, more spaced out. Um, you know, we just we know that we need everybody, and um, if there's anything that we can do to to prevent that, um, we're gonna try to do that. So it's been it's been good, uh, smart to be honest with you. I don't Any? Think there's many more teams uh, that play action than Washington. Yeah. Uh, what have you been working? Yeah, I mean, I think um, for most of the time we've done a decent job and it's just uh, getting, you know, a foot or two over into the, the right windows. But um, again, we know what they do really well and um, we've been repping it already from the start and uh, just making sure that we're, again, ready for that and ready for everything else they do really well. So it's a, a definitely a big component of their game, but we know there's also um, a lot of other things we got to look at too. So we're definitely taking it serious. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm normally in the middle of the field, so getting getting good depth over the ball and, um, you know, reading the quarterback's eyes, trying to get a good tell from the O-line if I can read runner pass a little, just a, a quick earlier, um, just things like that. And film study helps a lot with that, too. How have you been with your I think I've been pretty good. Um, you know, again, it's never perfect. It's never, um, you know, you always want to keep improving on it. But, again, film study is something that helps a lot with just trying to get little reads that you can um, help make plays on Sunday. TJ, they have a couple backs who can really catch the ball out yeah. of the backfield. McKissick's been out a little bit. There's uncertainty, but how do you prepare for for those guys specifically, backs yeah. who can catch the football? So, yeah, um, you know, obviously they're really talented guys, uh, guys who can do a lot. You know, just even you know running the ball, and um, they're dangerous in the pass game. Something that we have to be accountable for. And um, again, it's going to take more than one to bring them down. So just getting to them and checkdowns is a bit quicker, and uh, making sure that all eleven are running to the ball because it'll be a group effort for sure. Yep.
Next to the podium, cornerback Darius Slay. How did you spend the week off? Huh? How did you spend the, the week off? Uh, I went to my kids' games. You know, so uh, it was good. I uh, couldn't catch none, too many of them in the during the season, during the middle of the week. So it was good to catch some games for them, man. Are they good? Huh? Are they good? Are my kids good? Oh, no. They're awesome, you know. My, my oldest getting good, man, learning the, learning the game, playing better, playing faster, you know. It's in his, it's in his genes. What position? Oh, we, we, was, we was in basketball. Okay. Back, we point guard. We, uh, the newer day, uh, Russell Westbrook. So you're playing Washington this week and then two weeks later playing them again. How, how challenging is that? What are, what are some things that make that unique? Uh, just because, you know, it's back to back. They still be kind of fresh. So, uh, but... You know, it's shoot. I just, I don't really care if they week one to week 16. I don't know, man. I just lined up and play. So whoever in front of us, we just go play. So at the end of the day, you just got to go out there and compete against the guy in front of you and then uh, try to execute your job. I remember you being very complimentary to Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Uh, what, what about him makes him so good? Uh, high volume guy, man. You know, he, every rep, trying to go as hard as he can. How you doing, Mouse? Uh, you know, competes every play. You know, you know, that's what you want out of a guy you're going against a lot. And, um, you know, so that's why he got all the attention he needs to get, you know, because he, uh, he competes at, every, uh, at a high level. And, you know, so, uh, you know, he's a good kid. When you face a player a lot, do you feel like it helps you or hurts you? I mean, it, it don't matter. It, you know, shoot, I don't see everybody. So I don't really, you know, it's just who on top of their game today. That's all that really matters to me. Uh, so I just go out there and compete. Concern level, you know, for you guys in house, come back to the bye, and the COVID cases are on the rise. Right. And, and you know, Washington has, I think, ten guys. Dang. That's crazy, you know. But uh, you know, that's the life we're living right now. Uh, shoot, you know, coach is trying to be ahead of it right now, as if we just, you know, wearing masks. You know, even though we we not like obligated to, but you know, as a team, we all kind of decided to do that. And, uh, you know, to be on the safe side, to try to be ahead of it because, you know, it's important time. You know, games are won in December, man. These are the most important ones of the year. So, uh, you know, we try to have everyone on the team ready. Was that a discussion you guys had at the beginning of the year, during the year, recently about voluntarily sort of like being overcautious, going beyond the required protocols? I mean, yeah, we all had to talk. But, you know, it's just it's like, uh, like I said, we got to put it to game plan. So, uh, you know, this week for sure opened a lot of guys' eyes this week with a lot of guys going down. So, uh, you know, so we kind of – as a group, just like, hey, man, let's wear some masks so we don't have nobody missing no games. When did you guys talk about that? Do you remember which day was the day? I mean, I just don't know the day. Just know I got a text and say, hey, y'all, I think it's best what we should do. So I said, bet. You know, that was it. You look good, bro. Man, look here. I'm, I'm probably the sexiest guy on earth. If not one, I'm two. And the only reason I'm two is because I got a little, my little young and I just had my newborn. He's sexy, too. So I'll get him first spot. <laughs> Standpoint, what makes Devonta Smith a tough to cover? Who? Devonta Smith. Our teammate? Yeah. What makes him hard? I mean, just because he's just explosive, man. He got long range, sneaky speed, uh, uh, big catch radius. Uh, you know, he might be thin, but he uh, he competes, man, and, uh, and attack ball like he 6'7, 220 pounds. Well, really, he only but six something, 105 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Your, uh, your main competition in, in Pro Bowl. Huh? For the Pro Bowl, who do you see as your main competition? What you mean? To get in. I shouldn't have had no competition to get in. That's the thing. Should be in there with, with ease, but you know, you know. But uh, we'll see how that go. 
you know how this world is, but yeah, that should be easy because it's by far one of my better seasons than I had in my other two Pro Bowls. So. If, you had to, if you had to design a, a secondary for the Pro Bowl, who would it be? Oh, who would it be? Like I could take off any team? Just or just the North? Uh, let's go NFC first. Oh, okay. They go, of course, me and Ramsey. Uh, I, like, I like Marshawn. I like Lattimore. And uh, of course, of course, Diggs for sure right now. You know, he got the high hand. He got all, he picking everything. Yeah. Coming out of the bye, to have it at this point, and then you have four division games to finish up the season, physically, health-wise, mental, where's the team at right now? Oh, we locked in. You know, Tom, we knew that before um, going into the bye. You know, uh thing I told my guys today, no Louis Bass pack. You know, last week, or we, well, the week before, before we went to go play uh the Jets, so, uh, but, uh, you know, we good. We ready to go, man. We locked in. We know it's at state. Yeah, we got to win. Slayer, on, on, the field, on the field, Slayer, is this like the kind of personality that you have, or do you sort of flip a switch to, to get more serious when the game is uh, Yeah, I would never be too serious. It's hard to be serious because it's a kid's game that a lot of grown men are playing. So I can't be too serious, but I have a lot of fun. So if I'm too serious, I'm really probably going to fight somebody there. So I try to avoid that. And because um, that's a big fine in my pocket. So, uh, yeah, I just been having fun, man. Competing, just trying to do what I can to help the team win. So, and I just be out there laughing. At Up next, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. How's the Pro Bowl voting getting? You seen a lot of traction on social? I guess I've, I done got more than I usually get. So, I guess that's a good sign. What? What do you think this team needs to do better, or at least this front needs to do better to kind of finish and get sacked at this point? I mean, um, we just got to keep winning our rushes. I think everybody winning their individual rushes just sometimes the ball getting out fast, and that's nothing we can really control, but um, chasing the ball down, making the um, chip down tackles. Is that kind of Jonathan's message? Because you guys have you have great pressure numbers, but the sacks are not necessarily there as a group. Does he stress that um, as long as you're doing that, that's that part of it is really important? I mean, I think it's just more so looking at the film and seeing how we win in our individual matchups and how fast we win our individual matchups. So, I mean, we can't really control if the quarterback getting the ball off. It's just all we can control is winning, um, beating the offensive lineman. If there was, if there was one teammate that you could openly campaign for to make the Pro Bowl, who would it be? I think all my teammates. <laughs> I think uh, I just want um, everybody to have that, uh, I guess, individual success. I know we, um, everybody put a lot of work in, so of course everybody want to, you know, um, be rewarded with that work. How you match And I just, I've been doing the same thing, I think, since I've been in the league. Um, I pick up on more stuff um, each year by just learning, but I think that was just one thing, a freak thing that happened last year. So, I mean, I do anything I can do, needles, massage, tubs. I've been doing that for a long time. So, uh, it's just something that happened in the weight room. Um, just a little freak incident. Hey, Javon, the, the, top high school, uh, the top high school player in the country switched from Florida State to Jackson State today. What does that mean for HBCUs when the top recruit in the country goes there? I mean, that's big. I, I didn't even know that. But uh, that's, that's big. That's, um, I guess that's just showing um, it don't matter where you go. It's just matter what you do when you get there. Um, so I guess people are starting to see that um, 
you can go anywhere and play football, not just the big schools. I mean, it was just uh, a lot of, a lot of gadgets, a lot of uh, sweets, a lot of everything going on in the Jets game. I think we just settled down and um, started taking away some of their stuff, and we just adjusted good at halftime and came out and it showed. Javon, how much have the the coaches impressed upon the team to be a little bit more careful? You see the COVID spikes around the league. How much have they kind of addressed that? I mean, it's big. I guess you see more. We back wearing the mask and um, really trying to social distance a little bit so we won't get caught up in that stuff. So, yeah, they've been big on that um, coming back from the bye week and stuff like that. Yeah, nah, you just got to play your game because, I mean, we all in the NFL, so nobody's just awful in the NFL. So you just uh, really prepare like you playing, you know, anybody, um, like you prepare every week. So I think we don't really listen to that. I don't even know who's out, um, but I'm just preparing like it's a normal week. Starting center. Huh? Starting center. Though. Oh, yeah, I knew that, though. Another <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah, but other than the line, I don't know. <laughs> Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Shay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Now we'll hear from running back Miles Sanders. How's your ankle coming out of? It's good. It's good. Um, coming off the bye week, it feels good, and uh, got to move around a little bit in the walkthrough, so it feels pretty good, and I'm confident uh, about this week. So. Take treatment every day, I guess. Yeah. Take yeah. 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 Okay. With an injury like that, it, it seemed like you're maybe beyond it, and then you tweak it again. Do you have to be? Just worried that it could pop up again, or how do you handle that? Um, not, not trying to really worry about it getting hurt. That's why you know I don't, I'm just doing whatever I can to get it right for the next week. You know, um, just just trying to be available uh, these last four weeks. You know, as much as possible, uh, to, no matter what I'm going through. So, was there a group of you guys who were in getting treatment over the past week, and was that sort of like a bonding thing? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, got a couple guys in there. You know, just trying to get right. You know, uh, especially the key guys and. Just trying to be ready for the for this for the stretch, you know, starting with one game at a time. Was Jalen among those guys, and, and did you guys talk just about, you know, the four games to come? Yeah, um, especially there, there's some guys in there, you know, uh, that was with me while I was with my rookie year. You know, that we had a similar situation, and when we got the job done, uh, you know, just you know, just not really thinking too much of it, but you know, having it there and just knowing what's at stake, and um, just taking it one game at a time, one week at a time, and one day at a time, and. Uh, if we do that and maximize each day, uh, I think we'll we'll like the results at the end. What was the energy like in, in the walkthrough today? What, what, with everybody returning, um, can you kind of just set the scene for us? Uh, just sharp, laser focus. You know, um, with everybody coming back on a bye week, you know, I'm pretty sure coaches was looking to make sure everybody was laser focused, and that's that's really was the main point today. Was just. This, uh, we're not physically, you know, running around and having a, a practice, but in the walkthrough, just be focused like it is practice, you know, full speed to the to the snap. And for as far as communication and, and all that stuff, just getting it right and, and being sharp. Well, you got talked about earlier in the season before the season started that you believe that this team can surprise them, can do something special. And now it's right here in front of you. How fired up 
are you and your teammates, you know, with this opportunity where you know you guys can control um, super, super fired up. Like I said, um, we we all we all know what's at stake, and it's just it's gonna go back to us, you know, not getting too excited, you know. Um, like I said, just taking it one day at a time, being where your feet are. Um, we got a long week uh, off, and we're watching football, and we're all excited to be back, and just knowing, you know, what we can do is is, is very exciting. So, and we're just going to try to focus on one day at a time to get to that goal. How similar is this to 2019 when you're kind of were in a, in a similar situation though with the record and you went on over the world? How, how similar? Uh, you had to win every game. Yeah, you had to win the last four to get in. And that's exactly what we did our 2019. So it's real similar similar to this year. We got four games left, all division. Got do We got to do what we got to do. When you back then, kind of, can you draw on that going into these final four? The approach you took back then, can you kind of draw on that going into these last um, four games? It was, it was a pretty much the same approach. You know, I was younger. Um, didn't really know how big the games were until we started winning, you know, and it's exciting, you know, especially, I don't know, it's, it's just real exciting just knowing that these fans are going to go crazy if, if we you know, get this done. So, and that's all, that's all it really is. Miles, when you suffered your injury in Las Vegas and you were carted <laughs> off, uh, you know, you were visually, visually despondent, uh, visibly, I'm sorry. Um, did you think the injury was more significant when you got carted off? Yeah. And then and why, why did it end up not being as, as serious? Um, well, one, I just thought my ankle was about to snap in half. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I honestly thought it was worse than, than I thought. But um, it ended up not being as bad. And it's just a lingering injury that I just got to stay on top of. So, just going to uh, stay on top of it each and every week and be ready so, for each so week. There wasn't initial, so there wasn't an initial diagnosis on the field that said that it was just the way you, because how bad, how, how bad. Yeah, yeah, I just twisted my own ankle and, you know, just got to stay on top of it. Quarterback. Up next, safety, Ronnie McLeod. Hey, Rod, your, your snaps were down Sunday in the Jets game. We're kind of not used to seeing that. Um, they, they played kind of. Uh, he played all three of you guys. Yeah. Um, what was your reaction to that? And uh, was that injury related or just kind of a strategic thing? Or? Uh, nah. Well, we've been uh, rotating uh, for like majority of the season now, um, and just uh, you know that's what the the coaches uh, have decided, and I uh, think that's what's best for the team. So uh, it's been it's been uh, it's been good. Obviously, it's an adjustment for me uh, rotating, but. Uh, you know, just being able to get all three of us out there, uh, you know, throughout the game consistently, uh, and think we're all playing at a at a high level. So, just want to be able to uh, get us all on the field and figure out more ways that we could do that. But uh, for now, it's rotation and other packages that we have. After you, know, you used to playing 100 percent of the snaps. Yeah. Um, when you're healthy, or since you got here, uh, how much of an adjustment is it to? Be healthy and be on the sidelines watching. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I think any competitor uh, wants to be out there every single snap. You know, whether you're a starter or you're not, uh, you think you're deserving of to be out there every snap, and and you want to be a part of of every single play. Uh, it's just you know what uh, the team has asked uh, of me this year and asked of the defense, and so you know it's working out. Uh, we're continuing to get better. Uh, we're going to continue to make plays and. Uh, we're just going to need all of us to just play our best at all times when we're in there. I guess the positive part of that rotation is how well Marcus has played. And 
to put himself in that position. What have you seen from him as a young player growing uh, since he got here? Yeah, man. He, I mean, he hasn't blinked since he he first arrived here in Philly. Uh, coming here short short notice, his uh, rookie year, uh, quickly was asked to be in the lineup. Uh, you know, on certain downs, I think third down uh, in particular, and we built a lot of trust for him. And I think he's only uh, gotten better. Uh, each year with his opportunities uh, when they presented themselves and making plays for us. So I'm excited for him and, and know he's going to continue to grow and continue to make more plays for us uh, as we go down the stretch. Rodney, is a team captain, someone who's always in the building. You got a favorite Devontae Smith story? Uh, nah, I don't really have, I don't really have a favorite Devontae Smith, but uh you know, he, he surprised me a lot, man. And, and how, uh, you know, quiet he is, but, uh, when you get him in small circles, the kid could talk, uh, and uh, you got to love that about him. Uh, you know, I love his uh, Mario suit game. Uh, he's pretty consistent with that, and uh, man, he, I mean, he's a good player for us. Uh, he's gonna be around here for a long time, making a lot of plays. Shiny on, on Slay, uh, you know, we see this sort of funny personality that uh, doesn't take stuff seriously. But obviously, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be as good as he is if he didn't take the game seriously. What, what do we not see behind the scenes about the way he approaches his job? I really see uh, from Slay is his ability to um, not only worry about himself, but worry about others and, and help others uh, to, uh, you know, get them better. A guy like Zach, he's really taking him under his wing and allowed and just poured into him, you know, all everything that he, he knows about the game. Uh, and he shares a lot of information. Uh, he doesn't hold back. And that's one thing I like about him and, and just his work ethic. Uh, he shows up every single day ready to compete, ready to get better, whether it's during practice or it's after practice, working on his craft. Uh, and that's what a lot has allowed him to be one of the best for a long time. And playing at a high level this year is just because of those little things. We talk about it all the time, technique, fundamentals, um, and he's a master of that. Is he like a, a big tape guy too, or is that just sort of more natural to him? Yeah. Uh, he, he, I mean, he, he definitely does his own study and along with what Denar gives to us and he soaks it all in and capitalizes it on, on, on Sundays. Yeah, you, uh, you're watching as well players now, obviously. Uh, you pay attention to that or how much do you pay attention to that? Is important to play your game and let national Yeah, uh, I think we just have to play our game. We just have to focus on us, understanding that uh, this is a rivalry game. Uh, it's a division opponent. There's a lot at state. Uh, a lot of playoff implications and, uh, you know, everybody keeps their season alive as they continue to win. So uh, regardless of who they have, I know uh, they understand the mission and the message at hand over there. And, and all we can do is focus on uh, what we need to do. And that's showing up on Sunday at the link and playing our best ball. Rod, one more on, on the reps. Do you feel like there's a positive? Um, you're coming off an injury. You know, you're you're not one of the younger guys here. Do you feel like there's a positive as far as keeping you fresh late in the season? Uh, maybe not playing 100% of the snaps. Yeah, I think. That, I mean, there's always yeah, there's always pros, and that's one of them, right? Uh, you know, me coming off you know ACL injury and uh, having to bounce back, and yeah, uh, some of those reps you know do matter. Uh, having maybe five to ten reps off a, a game is is huge, especially going down the stretch, like you said. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm healthy. I'm feeling good, man. And like I said, this is uh, this is what you know the defense needs, and finding ways to just get us all on the field and being able to contribute equally. Right, we didn't get a chance to talk to you during the bye week, but how was the turnout for your your sneaker ball? And you think that's something that could be like an annual thing for you? Yeah, uh, the sneaker ball was amazing. It was a huge success uh, for our first uh, fundraiser event for our foundation. Uh, and credit to you know the city of Philadelphia for really coming out and supporting us. 
uh, and, and, and sh showing a lot of support, you know, through their dollars, uh, you know, for to do the things that we want to do. It takes funding and uh, just extremely grateful and looking forward to the next one. Uh, this will be something that we continue to do. And and uh, I think a lot of people look forward to it uh, in the future. Rod, what's it been like coming back this week? You see what's going on. Washington has, I think, 11 players on the COVID list. Cleveland has 14. What has the coaching staff impressed? Uh, obviously, you're wearing a mask, so things have kind of uh, uh, been tightened up a little bit. What's it? What's been their message? Yeah, coaches has really took the approach of just getting ahead of things, honestly, and and prevention. That's what it's all about. Uh, we understand what's at what's at stake uh, for us, uh, not only this game but down the stretch, and we need everybody. So. Um, we want to make sure we take the proper precaution and and just distance ourselves a little bit, wear the mask. Uh, I think you know this will. I think we're we're practicing great safety habits and hoping that you know it does calm down around the league. Uh, it, that was uh, very eye opening to see uh, that you know COVID is still here and it still exists and uh, we got to make sure we do our part. Gonna see Slate be quiet. No. <laughs> My man talks nonstop, 24-7. That's what you know you're going to get from Slay. Uh, no matter what time of the day, he's he's consistent. I'll say that. So um, I love him, though. Even on the field? Uh, that's probably that's probably one that he might talk a little bit, but he is quiet. I always get on him because I feel like, man, we playing a game. Why are you so buddy-buddy with the opponent? But that's just Slay, man. He, He's that type of guy. You got to love him. Um, and it works in his favor. I feel like man, he might butter the receivers up a little bit. Uh, that's his That's his own uh, strategy and tactics. But uh, got to love him. Yes, sir. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks, Rod. Yup. And lastly, center Jason Kelsey. Uh, it was my ankle, actually. I hurt the knee in uh, the Giants game ankle um, and kind of the same I've had a foot sprain kind of got re-aggravated but uh, you know bye week came at a really good time I feel really good right now um, you know I fit, you know, playing feel really really good it's, your knee, ankle, and foot. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything at this point but um, no I, I really do feel really good I think the bye week really um, came at a perfect time um, you know, I was fortunate with all these injuries that although they were, you know, hard in the game, the MRIs came back really positive and um, nothing's really lingering. So it was all good stuff. Uh, Washington's been dealing with a lot of COVID-19 issues. They're up to 17 guys yeah. on the COVID list. What's been your reaction in the building to them? And then what are you guys doing to make sure you don't follow? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we're, we, we want to have as many guys available as possible. Um, and uh, try and be as safe as possible in this building. So, um, you know, we've kind of, you know, guys are wearing masks inside and we've done some things to try and, um, you know, be a little bit more cautious, but at the same time, trying to also, you know, be a team and be connected. Cause I think, you know, there's that fine line that you're trying to walk where you, you know, it's hard to be close and be together as a team when you don't go six foot uh, between each other. Uh, so I think, um, you know, we're, we're Right now, we don't have an outbreak, but we're trying to be cautious to prevent something like what's going on in Washington or Cleveland or some of these other places, which is uh, unfortunate. So, Jason, I, I want to obviously jinx you, mm -hmm. but how important is it to you that you're out there every Sunday like you have been for seven or eight years for your well, team? Well, thanks for just jinxing me. No. Um, I, I tried to sell it that once, and then 
<laughs> yeah, he, it always happens like that. I think um, John Dornboss, uh, you know, got um, his career ended the day they announced that he tied the record for most consecutive games ever in franchise history. So, um, yeah, um, you know, I mean, it's important. You know, I think that you always want to be out there. Um, you want to be out there, one, because, you know, you feel it's, it's your job and, uh, if you love playing the game, you want to be out there. And, um, you know, this is something that I've dedicated my life and career towards. So it's really important to me, if I can, to go out there and play. Um, you know, I feel a um, a sense of um, responsibility, not just to my teammates, but to myself, uh, you know, to to do things the right way and to, you know, put everything I have into it. And... Um, I think that's most of the people in the NFL. You know, I've been really, really fortunate. I don't want to take anything away from that, you know. Um, you know, I've missed games before, and my mindset wasn't any different. I just got hurt. Um, but I've been lucky the last few years to be able to play a lot of games and uh, consecutive snaps and everything like that. So, um, but, yeah, it is important. And it's, um, you know, the more uh, continuity you have, especially at, you know, a position uh, where you're in charge of making calls and, trying to put guys in the right position, I think, is, is huge. You mentioned uh, luck. You know, obviously that plays a, a lot of factor in whether you're healthy or whether you get hurt around here. You, but you guys had a three-year a three, three year spell of a lot sure. of injuries. Yeah. Um, you guys, they implemented a lot of changes. Do you feel like we're – because the fact you guys haven't really been hurt much this year, the yeah. things are coming to fruition a little bit? I do. I mean, you know, it it's tough because I don't – you know, I don't want to take credit away from anybody or put blame on anybody. Injuries are, are, are really finicky. Um, you know, I think that um, a lot of the times, you know, the strength department takes the blame or the training room or the doctors. And, you know, sometimes it just – it is what it is. And there's luck and there's ones that are preventable. And you have to really have an honest assessment at, you know, which ones are preventable, which ones are things that we can be doing organizationally to, um, uh, to do a better job of staying healthy. And, and the Eagles have certainly – uh, the last three years, you know, done their best to limit injuries. Um, but a lot of the guys that, you know, were on the staff for the Super Bowl run and, uh, you know, the, the strength coach we had before, Josh Hanks, um, you know, they were all in place when we were with Chip Kelly and we had, like, the lowest injury rate in the history of the NFL that, like, first year he was there. And everybody was talking it up, like, this is this is why the injury rate was there. And then the next year it was a little bit – I mean, so – Soft tissues are down, though, this year for you guys. Yeah, they are, for sure. And those are, by and large, considered, you know, um, preventable or whatever. Um, but, you know, I'm not <laughs> – I am nowhere near an expert enough to speak to the nuance of what's preventable, what's not. And But I think that, um, you know, they've certainly put their time in and the the people on in the staff this year have done an unbelievable job at um, keeping us healthy, and that's in – including of the coaches, the strength coaches, uh, the, the sports science guys, the trainers, all of those guys have really uh, honed in on trying to keep us healthy, and that's been a, an emphasis all year, and so far it's, they've been tremendous. You are an expert on, on playing center, though. What is your, Suppose, yeah, maybe, yeah. What's your assessment of, of Nate's uh, snapping struggles? What, what's going on there? You know, well, I've, I've had my fair share of snapping struggles. Um, I think every center goes through it. Um, you know, I think uh, the biggest thing, you know, anybody can take a ball out on the grass right now and snap it to somebody. 
and they can get pretty good at it relatively quickly. Um, the biggest problem with snapping the ball is if you don't do it all the time, but you also don't do it all the time and then block somebody, it's, um, it's really hard because it's easy to forget about the snap and forget about the, the motion and you, know, you don't have the muscle memory down if you aren't doing it continuously. Nate has been put in a really hard situation where he's had to back up guard and center. Um, he's had to play games at guard and center. Um, I'm not trying to make excuses for him. You've back up center, you got to be able to snap. But um, Nate's a tremendous player. He's a tremendous teammate, and um, I'm very happy and proud of the way he's played. Um, and I think that he's only going to help us um, with another injury that we had go down with Jack Driscoll and everything else. So, um, you know, I think Nate would be perfectly fine at snapping the ball if he played center and did it routinely and um now we can help him out by making him snap the ball more um in preparation of playing but there's only so much you can do you know snapping the ball with somebody on the sideline or pre-practice is not the same as snapping and reaching a shade or snapping and you know base blocking somebody where you need your hands quickly um it's a completely different uh speed tempo um and intensity and it's hard to replicate that unless you're getting the reps you had teams nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. What's it mean for you to be nominated? Um, you know, that's tough. Um, you know, yeah. You know, whenever you're you're nominated for an award, it's 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 humbling, and it's you know you're you're you know there's a sense of um, you know um, pride. Um, but, you know, whether it's this award, whether it's, you know, awards for, you know, playing well, uh, you always realize that there's so much more into it when you're the one uh, getting the award. Uh, and I always reflect on um, other people that have either helped me or other people that are doing really well that aren't getting recognition. I think that, you know, when I've made the Pro Bowl, I've had, you know, really, really good guards playing next to me. I've had coaches that play that have called unbelievable you know, plays and I've been put in good situations and all that goes into playing well on top of you doing your job. And, um, you know, this award, uh, you know, there's only one guy from each team that gets nominated for this. And, um, you know, it's great. And especially the, uh, the history of the guys that have won and been nominated for this award and everything that those guys have done. Uh, but it is such a small sample of, the tremendous work that NFL players do in general and I, that I think, quite frankly, I don't get enough credit for. Um, you know, I think that players in, in particular in the NFL really feel, um, you know, pride for their teams, pride for their teammates, and pride for their communities. And, um, you know, I've been, you know, when I was a, a rookie, I remember going and helping out Todd with his foundation. I remember all these other older players uh, kind of leading the way, Connor Barwin setting up, make the world better, um, and y- you know you 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 learn that this is not something that is not is is you know is an option, right? You learn that this is what's expected and this is what's right, and um, I think that that's a culture that the players around the league have built. Um, I mean, if you look at our team alone, I mean, I think Rodney and Erica McLeod last week, you know, raised over $200,000 uh, for their foundation. 
Um, you know, I think Javon and Devante just did a, uh, you know, a um, like a Christmas present shopping spree for uh, families in a team or something like that. And we do charity events and uh, community outreach events every Tuesday in season. Guys commit time on off days to go and do those. Um, you know, Lane Johnson and what he's openly come back from this year. And to think, uh, about the, uh, the amount of people that he's, Um, the amount of people that he's given hope to. And, uh, and that's, uh, ah, that's the business we're in. We're in the business of hope. You know, what we do every day. What we do every game inspires millions of people. What we do off the field hopefully inspires people. And I think that that is something that, um, you know, I'm very proud to be one guy, a part of thousands of men who who do that. So, Jason, obviously you're very emotional, and when a friend like Lane, who you've been with for so many years, uh, is kind of brave and does that for so many people, you you've been upfront that. This is year by year for you at this point. Um, you know, is that part of your emotion that you feel that you think about how many more years I have to do this with with friends like that? Um, no, I mean I don't. You know, right now all I'm thinking about is Washington. Uh, you know, I think that um, you know, certainly uh, a big reason why I still play the game is being a part of the a culture in a locker room and being with guys that are like-minded and, you know, you know, aspirational and, you know, you know, competing at their craft at the top of the world. I mean, that's a hard, you know, environment to replicate. And I know that, I know that eventually that'll go. And, um, you know, that's a unique thing to be able to have experienced in my life. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I think, yeah. What has Lane, Lane done for, yeah. for me? What has Lane done? What has Lane done that got you so uh, emotional? Well, I, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, he's struggling with. Yeah, you know, I don't. You know, Lane overcoming uh, the things that he was dealing with earlier this year, and being able to push forward and get back and play at the level he has and be the teammate he has and the person he has been. Um, 
you know, that's it's a really impressive thing to do. You know, I think that when you deal with something for every single day or, um, you know, you know, where, you know, it's clearly um, affecting him and it's a much bigger thing than just football, um, you know, you, you watch that happen and you see a guy overcome that um, and a guy that you really care about or a guy that, um, you know, yeah, that you really care about, overcome something like that. Um, you know, it's incredibly um, gratifying to watch. And, um, you know, to to know that that's something that, you know, millions of people across the U.S. struggle with, um, that, um, that, you know, millions of people across the U.S., um, you know, take medications for or whatever, um, to see a guy on a grand stage be able to come back and and to um, one seek help, but two, um, you know, get back and move forward and move on. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, guys, thanks. Thank you. All right. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.